As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Business is Art on True Chat. Today, we're broadcasting from Cincinnati, Ohio. I'm your host, John Umstead. My guest today is Lisa Lickert of EMI Network. Hi, Lisa. Welcome to the show. Hi, John. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. We also have with us Justin T. Weller, who is here uh, playing dual role. He's producing. He's also going to jump in on the conversation here and there, right, Justin? I'm going to give it a try. It's going to be a uh, bit of a zoo today without Camden behind the uh, wheel, so we'll see. We'll see how my driving goes, but hopefully it's uh, no worse than yours. So No, it can't be. No no possible way for it to be. All right, good. Well, I'm glad you're here. Justin, it's been a while since you've been on the show, so welcome back. So yeah, I, I heard that stick and dig, actually, uh, yeah. a couple couple well, weeks ago, I believe. I, I was planning on being on for the anniversary episode of Business is Art, the one-year okay. anniversary. One-year anniversary. Right? Yeah. Happy anniversary. Had Very nice. to do, though, so... <laughs> I so think I actually had a meeting. Everybody with, uh, has Lisa. to have priorities. Oh, <laughs> oh, was it my right space or your right space? <laughs> I think it was that in meeting. Her right okay. Space. Might have been. Might have my been. office. I'm always. We renamed right. him Justin T. Welcher, though, uh, Welcher. because he welched out on us on the show. So. <laughs> Didn't uh, didn't show term of endearment. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> it doesn't seem to stick though. I stuck though. I've not heard anyone else refer to you as That's Justin true. T. Welcher. So. That's true. So it's not all that bad. But anyways, I'm glad you're here. So thanks for being on. Not a problem. All right, today we are going to talk content marketing, and it's actually a topic that uh, is near and dear to my heart because it's something that is equally important to my own business uh, as much as it is something I'm not very good at. So <laughs> I'm really anxious to have this conversation, Lisa, so I appreciate you being on here and being willing to share a little bit of your knowledge with us. Sure. Well, I, I've never talked to anyone that said, I am a great content marketer. So <laughs> you're not alone. Even uh, the best content marketers always have ways to improve and, and grow and develop. So All right. yeah, don't good. be so harsh on yourself. That's good to, good to know I'm not alone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, well, let's jump in with, uh, let's start off with you, Lisa, telling us a little bit about yourself and your background, if you would, please. S sure. Um, you know, my background is a, a somewhat diverse and eclectic, and it's one of those things of random acts of, of career growth. Uh, <laughs> I find myself here with EMI and, and this opportunity, but 
I I got my start in business back in, believe it or not, seventh grade, where my parents, uh, wonder, wonderful parents, sent me off to New York to work with my aunt every spring break. And she was in finance management and then eventually turned into a, a turnaround specialist. And so um, getting my start in the business world, working with her every year um, in summers and those types of things was just an incredible experience. And and that really um, developed the pathway into human resources, first and foremost. And so I grew up within a, a, um, inside of a um, larger organization mm-hmm. uh, and uh, ultimately um, started to run their business unit, which was HR outsourcing, serving okay. small to medium-sized businesses, mm-hmm. grew that organization at our better than industry year over year. And um, just through acquisition and growth in that in that business, after 16 years, I found myself out in the marketplace trying to figure out what I wanted to be when I grew up. Mm-hmm. And, and I still haven't quite figured that one out, <laughs> but um, had a wonderful experience and journey meeting with many business owners and hearing their stories and uh, what they do, how they did it, how they achieved success, their failures, mm-hmm. and then ultimately figured out I, I didn't want to be an employee. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I uh, started looking at businesses at that point and was looking at any kind of business um, right. known to mankind. And and that's when I bumped into the previous owner and had consulted for him for a number of years. Um, the previous owner of EMI. The previous owner of EMI. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I joined his organization as the COO and, and ultimately his successor. Um, to get to know the business, uh-huh. uh, I knew I knew the client base. I knew how to serve small to medium sized uh, professional services firms. I knew business. I knew how to grow business. Mm-hmm. But this thing called marketing, I was somewhat <laughs> I, of a, an end user, if you would, uh-huh. not a not a um, expert. And so, uh, joined EMI and really learned uh, not only about the business um, but about the industry and had the opportunity to acquire the business in October of 13. Okay. All right. Good. Well, gosh, there's a whole lot of things. Actually, I wanted to uh, go back and some of the things that you talked about. Um, first, though, just out of curiosity, are you still uh, close to the HR outsourcing industry at all? I am. I mean, those yeah. are my roots. So, okay. you know, I can never get away from that and, and still stay tapped into um, to that industry as yeah. well as the community here locally. Okay. The reason I was asking is because I'm working with a client right now that is in a growth mode. Okay. And, um, you know, it, it, it's it's a business that's growing from uh, him and one other person to could be dozens of people within a year and a half Wonderful. or so. And, um, you know, I, I've been advising, you know, you, you might not really need internal HR. It might make no. sense to just outsource it mm-hmm. as you grow. And once you hit a kind of a key point, then you can maybe reassess, but there's too many things to focus on right Mm now uh, outside Mm -hmm. of that. You know, Mm -hmm. it's not core. So if you can outsource it, do it. So, and and I knew that, I know that, you know, industry has really trended that way over the last several years. I didn't know if like a pendulum, it's beginning to swing back or if it's still swinging out further. I think it's swinging out further. Um, And interesting uh, with HR outsourcing, there's so many similarities and translations into marketing outsourcing. Mm-hmm. So it's a very diff- same concept, and yeah. and that swing is happening in the same direction. Yeah, yeah, and it does seem to be a pendulum uh, with uh, with all kinds of different, uh, I guess, disciplines within business. You know, we we only focus on our core, core and we outsource everything else, yeah. or yeah. nope, uh, we do it all in house. Yeah, you know? and uh, I I lean towards the outsource mm-hmm. it. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's kind of the world that I grew up in. So I guess I would have a natural tendency that and way. And a comfort for it, certainly. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, if you're a larger company, yeah, okay. But, uh, you know, smaller smaller companies, it's really hard to wear. And Justin can, talk, can uh, talk to this as well. It's really hard to wear every hat that there is to wear in a small business, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, as you know, John, and I think we've talked about before, that growing up with two parents who were marketers by nature, you know, by profession, um, traditional marketers, however, they were always trying to stay on the cusp of what's new and what's trending, but at the same time trying to balance that with when you're running your own organization, there's just so much of the constant struggle of Mm -hmm. what should I do versus what shouldn't I do. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's actually funny that you know, I was just debating that conflict about whether or not to outsource payroll just, uh-huh. just, mm-hmm. uh, just, uh, <laughs> yes. just recently. You and, should, by the way. <laughs> um, yes, yes. And, um, and, you know, interestingly enough, it's, I think it's one of those things where, um, I talked to some other small business owners mm-hmm. who swore by, it was an essential part of them not getting bogged down and doing work. And then yeah. others, um, such as Lisa, who, mm-hmm have said that, you know, oftentimes uh, they're going to not do it, what you expect them to do or right. or they're going to change on you as it goes and it's ultimately going to create as many, if not more headaches yeah. than if you had just done it yourself in the first place. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think it comes to, depending on what it is that you're mm-hmm. talking about outsourcing and obviously the size and scope of how you're trying to do it in your company. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you kind of hit on an important part and we got to take a break here in just a minute, but I want to, want to hit on this real quick. You hit on an important aspect to outsourcing. And that is that, um, it's not going to be exactly the way you want it. Um, and by design, it's not going to be, you know, I've done a lot of outsourcing myself over the years and we, always told clients, Hey, we're an extension of you. You know, we're going to do this your way. We'll tailor it to your needs, but that really only goes so far. You, you do as to the extent that you can. But one of the things that makes outsourcing financially feasible is that they outstandardize on some things that they just can't compromise on, just can't do it no matter what the customer's asking for, or it blows their model apart. Right? So it's not always going to be exactly the way you want, but if you've got a good outsource uh, partner, it will be at least very largely what you want. Yeah. Kind of like your very much so yeah. outsourcing with uh, your show to true chat. So yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think we give you most hmm. of what you want. What don't I get that I want? Let me think about that. Wow. You opened that door, Justin. Now that we're on air, let's bring it up. Well, that's probably a very good place for us to take a break here, uh, Justin. Uh, I agree. Let's, let's go to break. All right. So we'll take a short break here and let you all know that if you haven't already, make sure that you check out uh, True Chat's show of the week. This week, that is the True Sports Show. Uh, Camden Pierce hosts that show. Cam hosts with many guests throughout the week to bring you your day-to-day sports coverage on the wide world of sports. From football to basketball to baseball and more, keep it locked to True Sports, to the True Sports Show three times a week. That's by 9 p.m. in the Eastern Time Zone. Good show, and Cam is a good host, so check out the True Sports Show. All right, now as a reminder, new episodes of Businesses Art are available on Tuesdays by 8 p.m. in the Eastern Time Zone. And let's talk about True Chat's mission statement here real quick. True Chat will be the mortal enemy of speculation, innuendo, and stagnation. We will champion informed opinions and fresh ideas. True Chat will prove that media can be trusted, much to the chagrin of everyone right now with all the political coverage, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Media can be trusted. 
true chat media anyway, relied on and responsible. We won't join the media elite because we're setting a new standard. It's a higher standard, and that's the true chat standard. We'd also like to let you know that if you have any ethical concerns with today's episode, please contact ethics at truechat.org. That's ethics at truechat.org. All right, back to the conversation. So we talked a bit about HR, outsourcing, and outsourcing in general, which wasn't on our agenda at all. <laughs> it was not. But uh, it's, a good, it's a good topic, and it's, and it's a good thing for Certainly. business owners and entrepreneurs to, uh, to look into and, and keep in mind, uh, especially if they're beginning to become overwhelmed because running the business and growing the business is where they should be focused. So. And you know, when people say outsourcing, that's exactly what they think about focusing on running the business. But also what you gain is diversity in staff. Oh yeah. When absolutely. you outsource to things, some, things like marketing or HR, you get the benefit of their full staff, the diversity and the depth within their organization yeah. versus that one individual yeah. that would be working in your organization handling it all. Yeah. So And, and diversity, now you probably mean this, but, I, but I, won't, I would like to point out diversity means beyond uh, race and religion and, and, and that kind of thing. Diversity of minds and experience. Oh, yeah. Talent. Just, Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Get, when you get those diverse ideas and opinions in the room, uh, you come out with a better product. Sure. Uh, as long as you are able to facilitate through that, you know, mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, so diversity is very, very important. Diversity by all definitions. So, good point. All right. So we've kind of covered your background and uh, how you got to EMI. Why don't we talk a little bit now about what actually is EMI? <laughs> what is EMI Network? Well, you know, we have a 30-second um, speech, elevator speech like everybody else, but really in simplest terms, we're a marketing and an advertising firm. And so we categorize marketing a certain way, we categorize advertising a certain way, and uh, kind of to speak the content marketing language, um, we do digital marketing, content marketing, custom publishing, uh, traditional display advertising, as well as native advertising. And so we really, really focus on um, creating great stories and great content. And what create, makes us unique is then we get those stories, that content in front of the exact audience for mm-hmm. our clients. Yeah. So we're not an agency. We're not a media buyer. Right. Uh, but we blend both, um, both talents together and to be able to execute for our clients. Okay. So you talked a little bit about this, but help me make the, the, tra- the transition from I said oops because I bumped the mic. If you, <laughs> they can't see you. <laughs> they can't see why I'm saying oops. Um, so you were finance, turnarounds, HR, and then to marketing. So uh, did you find that to be a somewhat natural uh, migration to to marketing, or were there leaps and jumps along the way? You know, the two things that happen within finance turnaround. HR, marketing is business, business, Mm -hmm. business, business, and business is business is business, but at the same time, it's people. And so as you kind of see the evolution, it's it's people, you're focusing on behaviors and performance Mm -hmm. and talent in the HR sector. And then in marketing, you're focusing on how people are receiving information, evoking emotion, those types of things. So threaded through all of my background, of course, it's been focusing on business Mm -hmm. and and, um, the no pun intended, but the art of business. Right. <laughs> and, um, but also people. Yeah. So um, there's a lot of things that just translated. Yeah. But 
I think one thing that rings true is just opportunities presented themselves. Mm -hmm. And so what was great about the opportunities that presented itself is as I grew up within an organization, um, I was presented with these these roles mm -hmm. that really stretched me yeah. and uh, gave me a di very different perspective of not just business, but HR. And then as an end user of marketing, which really does did help me, yeah. you know, as I evaluated this business for acquisition and now lead the organization. Mm -hmm. So just those concepts and, and those experiences were just threaded throughout my background. Right, right. So this is a little off topic. What, what Justin, what brought what brought you and True Chat together with EMI? Because sure. there's been a, you know, a kind of an informal and at times formal relationship between True Chat and EMI. We were in, sure. we're in the same office space. So what what's that connection yeah i think that ultimately and it's funny that we talked about outsourcing before because i think that's ultimately <laughs> what brought uh, both of us uh, to the table for our conversations i think that when lisa talks about what emi is right now um, i am fortunate enough to know from her what she wants it to become mm -hmm. um, and i think part of that is a media company mm -hmm. as opposed to just a marketing and advertising uh, organization and part of becoming that, of course, uh, involves adapting and doing more content creation, uh, and you know, getting into the digital space, hopefully in a unique way, yeah. which of course is the essence of what this show happens to be. Right? right. I mean, mm -hmm. this is a product of True Chat, and what we have is something that is of interest to diversify uh, the EMI network, mm. and of course, what we need. Uh, is something that EMI has, which is, of course, experience and uh, diversity, you mm -hmm. know, which you yeah. talked about before. And I think that those couple, in a way, that provide us a great opportunity to collaborate on the areas where uh, we are strong, but then also hopefully offset one another mm -hmm. in areas uh, where we face challenges. Right. You know, why build something from the ground up when the solution is already, yeah. uh, you know, it literally next in door the same yeah. space as you <laughs> yeah. um even closer than neighbors you know so um we we eat together and we uh ring the bell together and uh yes. you know it's it's uh slowly but surely becoming the type of thing where you see that the cultures are in line too which yeah. i think mm -hmm. is a which is a critical component of when you talk about diversity and who you work with right you obviously want to make sure that their motivations are at least Aligned. Aligned. Yeah, you know, they don't again, have, they to, don't be have to be the same. The same yeah. but they ought to be similar mm -hmm. or they ought to have the same purity. Complementary at right. least. Yeah. yeah mm -hmm. Complementary. So. Yeah. Good. Okay. Well, thank you for that. Um, you, you mentioned, uh, you know, strengths, what strengths, uh, you know, each bring to the table. I don't want to use that and then use me as an example to lead into my next question to you. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> I'll uh, be ready. As a consultant, I feel, I feel pretty strong in a lot of areas. I feel like I can do a number of things, but when it comes to, if I have a client that even breathes the word marketing or PR or anything mm -hmm. along those lines, I immediately say, I'm going to have to connect you with somebody because I sure. don't know what I'm doing. It's, it's nothing that I ever had to do all through my growing up years in my career. I have to do it now. And it, I don't know if you saw the email, Justin, but Lisa sent me an email a couple of days ago about about doing this show and saying, you know, what do I do to promote the show 
pride pre-promotions. <laughs> and, and I said, I'm the world's worst marketer and promoter. I do nothing. I do nothing. You outsourced and, to take that for that. So, <laughs> so, uh, so I'm horrible at it. And, you know, and here I am. I have a book uh, and I have some training online <laughs> and I'm getting ready to launch a software and I still don't have a clue what I'm doing with in terms of marketing and, and promoting that sort of thing. But I've got to figure it out. The book, I didn't, you know, that was okay because I wrote the book for different purposes. But the software, I'm writing the software to sell it, you know, I, and sure. uh, so I've got to change. I've got to learn or I've got to partner with the right people pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. So anyways... Long story short, I don't know what I'm doing with marketing and PR. The question to you is, what is what does your typical client look like? You. <laughs> <laughs> so our clients are very. I'm always selling, Justin. I'm always selling. Come on, we all are, right? But it's true, we're in the but neutral zone. You're not so. unique, <laughs> and and that's the thing. I keep going back to this outsourcing concept, but you're not unique because that's not what your core competency is. That's mm. not what your focus is, and yeah. and nor should it be. You don't have to master every you know every area. Um, most of the businesses that we work with, um, again, going back to kind of the, the larger grouping of, of businesses, we also work in the education market and, and a few other industries, mm -hmm. but the professional services firms, the small to midsize, um, you know, there isn't, there isn't depth within their organization. They can't call on that subject matter expert in digital marketing or mm -hmm. content creation and, and management. They lack, in many cases, they lack the strategy or the overall plan or vision. Right. Um, and so it's very difficult to get some of the basics accomplished for their organization, let alone mm -hmm. more visionary, bigger picture, long-term um, strategies. Mm -hmm. So what we're able to do is really create, we, we provide turnkey programs for those businesses where right. we basically give them, um, not basically, but what we do is we offer uh, print and digital assets that they can use to either thread through their existing marketing that is currently established mm -hmm. to either increase it or amplify it, or established brand new it could be used as as new um new assets right so we we try to provide in a, in a, an easy way those tools for the businesses mm -hmm. for us to use and what makes us unique is that we're pairing their brand with a very reputable brand in the marketplace mm -hmm. to share their message so there's recognition there there's co-branding there and just through that the message is typically received a little bit differently than it normally would would be so right. it, it kind of it's more differentiating at that point uh -huh. but what we try to do is we try to provide programs um, we're not a uh, a branding firm where we're going to develop your brand strategy or okay. we're going to develop your brand model right uh, we have wonderful partners that can help with that work if that is something that is needed and mm -hmm. wanted for the business but what we are good at is what's called activation okay. is providing those assets and those tools to the businesses in a very unique way so they can leverage those right. um, and integrate those with their current marketing initiatives. And and we hold their hand. Mm -hmm. uh, sure. We hold their hand. We're small and nimble enough to be able to be that customization like you had talked about mm -hmm. before and, and offer a little bit more support to those that need it. Yeah. Now, do you, is your typical client 
uh, a small business, a startup, uh, large businesses? Do you, is it all across the board? You know, again, that core group that we're talking about, yeah. you know, we really um, help the small, the small yeah. folks. I mean, small to medium sized regional businesses mm-hmm. um, because we do take really large national opportunities and we, we pare them down to the local marketplace and really yeah. target into that local marketplace. Okay. So they're professional services firms, they're financial firms, law firms, um, you know, they're, they're general business category. Um, we have a women's platform for w- women okay. business leaders. Mm-hmm. Um, but those are the kinds of, that's the profile of the client that we, we tend to work with Okay. and most successful with. All right, good. Well, thank you for that. Let's get into it then. So we wanted to talk about content mark content marketing, and uh, we have yet really to touch on yeah. it. So, so <laughs> let's, let's dig right in. So what is content marketing and how or does it differ from simply creating uh, and making available information or opinion-centric content? Well, you know, content marketing, the difference between a, opinion-centric, it's, it's customer-centric. Mm-hmm. Um, co- the uh, Content Marketing Institute has a, a fabulous definition that I always revert to, so bear with okay, me. I'm yeah. going to do it at this time. But <laughs> content marketing is a strategic marketing approach focused on creating and distributing valuable, relevant, and consistent content to attract and retain um, a clearly defined audience and ultimately to drive profitable customer action. So it's very focused on what the customer needs to receive, when the customer needs to receive it, and how they need to receive it. Okay, and the key there is that it results in a customer action. Correct. You didn't use the word result, but I wasn't writing fast enough. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I can share with you my piece of paper at the end of this show, but um, it is, it's driving that uh, profitable uh, customer interaction. Gotcha, okay. All right, good. Well, I appreciate the uh, the definition. And so let's talk a little bit more about it then. So how has content marketing changed the way that we do business? And what kind of trends are you seeing out there? What do you mm-hmm. expect to see going forward? Well, it's interesting. A lot of people, it's it's trendy to talk about content marketing and to reference content marketing and everybody should be doing content marketing and content's king. But if you think about the history of content marketing, it goes back into the late 1800s into the oh, yeah. early 1900s when John Deere was publishing their own magazine to um, to sell their tractors and okay. you know yeah. those types of things. So it's always been around and it's just taken different shapes and, and forms as the years have, have gone and uh-huh. passed. And um, or progressed. And so content marketing has always been there. Right. Um, what's changing is the media. Okay. Um, yeah. You know, that how it's distributed and again, how it's consumed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's what's changing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what's creating a little bit more of complexity mm-hmm. um, and a lot more competition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Um, I actually had two things I wanted to mention. Uh, one was earlier and I forgot. So I'll, I guess I better hit it while I'm thinking about it. But uh, before we took the break, you were talking about marketing. And um, last week I had uh, Uva Eichert on yeah. as the guest and he heads up Academy Games and he was talking about crowdsourcing and mm. and how um, he really, his company really uses crowdsourcing, not so much for the funding that they get out of it, but for marketing purposes. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. And um, uh, yeah, and and. At one point, uh, and I should have called him on this afterward because I know him pretty well, and I know he was just messing with me. But uh, but he was also being serious, and it was you know he he challenged me during the the show and said you know what am I in the business of what what's my business you know and uh, you know of course I gave him a lame answer back and he said no 
we're a marketing firm. Mm -hmm. Everyone's a marketing firm. All businesses <laughs> are marketing firms. I love that yeah. you said that because I always, <laughs> when when talking to a group of people, I'll, I'll ask, you know, do any of you own a media company? Uh -huh. Are you a media company? Are you a media company? Nobody's a media company, but everybody pushes content and information out to all channels, yeah. whether it's print, whether it's, you know, mm -hmm. uh, social, what, whatever it is, everyone is is acting as a media company. Yeah. So you're a media company. You're obviously a media company, yeah. <laughs> Justin. But, um, yeah, and I'm in trouble because so <laughs> I'm sitting here telling you I'm horrible at it. Oh but everybody, you know, everybody <laughs> is a media company these days. And if you don't think of yourself that way, you're really doing yourself a disservice because you're not representing your brand in the marketplace in the right way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the other thing that you mentioned um, was was driving profitable customer uh, response or reaction mm -hmm. or actions. Mm -hmm. And um, I just wanted to uh, make a note for anyone out there that is doing a blog or thinking about creating a blog or any other kind of content marketing. You know, I, I blogged for a, a couple of years without ever putting any kind of action out there. Oh, know, yeah. Just, uh, here you go. Thanks for reading, you know. Kind yeah. Of, and um, here's my gift. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Right. So uh, do uh, do have uh, always do have, have a call to action. That's definitely. right. Definitely. Your call yeah. to action, or you're, you're maybe not or entirely wasting a, your time, but you're wasting a lot. Of right. Time. Right. <laughs> so very good point. Yeah. All right. So um, now I have a question. Uh, yeah, go for if, it. If you've got yeah, you've go, got some space. Yeah, jump um, in. I. And it might be a wrap-up question. It diverts a little bit away from content marketing, but I think it ties back to it from the standpoint of I've always joked in emails with Lisa um, or documents. <laughs> this can go very um, different <laughs> ways, guys. <laughs> I, uh, this, one's, uh, this one's pretty tame, I think. About okay, good. <laughs> on the website, Lisa is described, self-described, I would presume, or whoever manages the website has, has chosen to describe Lisa <laughs> as the CEO or chief energy officer right. as yes. opposed yes, to they have. Um, you know, <laughs> chief executive. So mm -hmm. I want to ask Lisa, I guess, do you see those roles being one and the same or is there actually a difference and how do you play both roles? Because we all know you're the CEO. I mean, yeah. clearly. Yeah. Uh, you project that presence, right, when you walk in. Uh, but what about chief energy officer and how, how do those meld or mesh? And for you at EMI, mm -hmm. how does that work for you? Well, boy, that's a great question. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think it's one and the same. I mean, I have a responsibility, you know, to the organization, to every single member of this team, to to be present and to be present in every conversation. Everything you do matters. Obviously, is my big purpose and and um, how I run the business, not just my personal life, but. Um, someone called me a chief energy officer because I always grab my pom poms and kind of go to the meeting <laughs> at that point and really get everyone around uh, either a particular idea or a challenge that we might have because ultimately that's my role. Mm -hmm. um, how stressed are we every single day in, in our yeah. business lives? We can love what we do and we jump out of bed and, and go at it every day, but how stressful is it? And so right. if I can take a little bit of a piece out of that you know, and, and help the team in, in some way mm -hmm. and interject that energy, then, then that's a great thing and that's powerful and then everybody can you know stay focused. But um, but I've always had a ton of that. energy. I've always had a ton of energy, <laughs> and I, I pop out of bed at four thirty in the morning, and I and I love everything about life and, uh -huh. and give thanks, and and so that's where that chief energy officer came from. It's it's um and it's a fun role to have, sure. and I think the CEO is 
a fun role to have and and it's a privilege and so um something that i need to earn every single day sure but obviously just like we experienced earlier there are times where uh different roles have to be played right? sure because um yeah unfortunately it can be very lonely at the top which means <laughs> that sometimes uh there's mm -hmm. the hard decision which isn't always the energetic decision no it's um, not so it's the balance of that right the uh the making sure that uh, you can be respected at the same time of mm -hmm. still hopefully keeping people motivated to accomplish mm -hmm. the bold plan that you've set out. Mm -hmm. So, and I think you do it very well. And that's not well, thank that's you. not just sucking up on air. But <laughs> oh, I owe you how wall. much? That's my script. <laughs> you should, that's you script. should read the wall uh, yeah. before you leave. If you haven't taken an opportunity, it's a good. I'm referring to the wall here in the office. That um, they just recently that was only a couple months ago, wasn't it? That they got the. Uh, Yes. Got the, what we yeah. believe up, so. so we defined our values uh, uh, soon after I acquired the company and, and very proud of them and wanted to figure out, a, a, again, a creative way, the kind of company we are, but a creative way to, to have them yeah. represented within our space. So we have a very large wall <laughs> that um, states our values. It was much more creative than our... Um our chalk uh, behind you. Oh, they, no, there's no was, competition. Was, as long as they're up and we're no. excited about it, that's all that matters. It was, <laughs> it was slightly frowned upon as perhaps not jiving with no. the No, uh, I think what it was is the designers were criticizing <laughs> <laughs> the well, art in which you chose. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's generous. I don't know if generous, that really very generous. as art. But, uh, <laughs> if only you guys could see what we see now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this just, would be funny to you as well. Chalk drawings just that's all you have to keep in mind. <laughs> Chalk drawings yeah. versus professional engineer wall art. So, so, yeah. You know, a couple exactly. weeks ago, I had a guest on. Uh, she was she's CEO of uh, of Tenfold, and mm -hmm. their whole business model is is turning office space into uh, branded yes. marketing yeah. messaging. Um, you know, it's all mission, so important all of that kind to of wrap stuff. yourself yeah. with your brand and your and what. Um, what inspires you? I mean, mm -hmm. it's just, it's very important. And we took a lot of time in this space to, to make sure that our brand and, and who we are at the fabric of the organization is represented. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's very important. You mentioned a couple of other things that are very important. And one of them, uh, thanks Justin for the question, because, you know, a lot of leaders don't get that, you know, keeping that energy up mm -hmm. is, is very, very important. I actually write about this in my book where, you know, uh, because you're the person in charge, you can walk down the hall with a scowl on your face that's got nothing to do with work right. or anybody here, but but somebody sees it, it and oh my gosh, the there's going to be layoffs. Yeah, you know? it, so or something it, bad happened, or it's right. yeah, I agree. Yeah, you know, and that was probably one of the um, biggest mistakes I made when I first you know started to have a little bit of authority and mm -hmm. maybe a leadership role is is you know I'm a very you're on um, display yes and and yeah. I was not aware I didn't have that self-awareness uh -huh. because I was always able to react to situations and and um you know didn't have to worry about that yeah. and so other than an HR situation of course you did but um so that was that was a very um that was a big lesson I learned early on mm -hmm. yeah it's an important one so mm -hmm. all right so we have to start wrapping up here but uh, I do want to get a couple of more questions in if I may so the first one is you know what advice would you have for anyone out there that maybe they haven't dabbled in content marketing um, or those that have, but perhaps not so successfully, such as myself. Um, <laughs> and what, what advice might you have for them and how can they step up their game? We've mentioned a couple mm -hmm. of things, but do you have anything else to add? Well, 
my biggest thing is is don't dabble. Just have a plan. Mm-hmm. You know, have with intention. Market mm-hmm. with intention. So have a plan. Um, you don't have to have a huge long term strategy. It could certainly be short term, but have a plan. Have um, have it mapped out because it is very important for content marketing to be uh, valuable, relevant, and for you to be consistent. If you dabble, you're very inconsistent. Your message isn't clear. You're all over the place. You're confusing to your audience. They're going to disengage. So have a plan first and foremost. Okay, great. That is uh, right up my alley because that is what I uh, advise all the time. That's what he preaches all the time. So what business is art is all about. Articulate, revise, track. No, it wasn't wasn't a setup or practice at all. So (laughs) I appreciate that a bunch. All right, so we are uh, we're pretty much out of time. But uh, last question for you is: Where can people find EMI, the EMI Network, or mm-hmm. any causes that you might want to mention? You know, where can you find EMI Network? EMINetwork.com. That's okay. where you can find us. Uh, you can reach out to anyone within the organization at any time, and and we'd be more than happy to talk with you and help you, even if it's not something that we're going to be your marketing, you know, department for. Mm-hmm. Um, we really believe in helping businesses, and that's why Justin's here. Quite frankly, is mm-hmm. because we want to help other businesses grow. Right. And, and we open up our space. So we feel the same way with our our business methodology. So just reach out to us and and have a conversation. Yeah. Um, and as far as causes, yeah, um, out there in the community, any that you might oh, want to mention, yeah, anything. You know, I have a passion for uh, dress for success Cincinnati in oh, the yeah. community, and and I have served that organization for about ten years. Uh-huh. And so whenever somebody says, "Do you have a cause?" I I always talk about dress for success Cincinnati and just the incredible work that they do and and how amazing their clients are. Um, so think of them always, especially when the checkbook's open. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks very much, Justin. Anything you'd like to close out with? I don't think so. Other than looking forward to everything that's, uh, yet to come. It has been, uh, I think one heck of a year Yeah. and, uh, it's hard to believe. I don't know about you, but the fact that it was the one year anniversary of businesses art is just, he's trying to yeah, make up it's for missing almost it. a month ago already. <laughs> <laughs> I know almost a month ago. And, and, uh, this time month, flies, uh, the Making Capitalism Sustainable show by the Committee for Economic Development celebrates its six-month Wow, that's hard to believe, too. Yeah, that's six really... months uh, with them. So definitely some some long-standing shows and uh, excited to see where businesses are heads in year two. So. Me, too. Me, too. We have to get a host that uh, does a good job sometime. <laughs> <laughs> good luck finding one. You could turn it over to Lisa. <laughs> oh, there we go. No, you couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to have to wrap it up here. So folks out there, if you haven't already... Make sure you download TrueChat's mobile app. Uh, you can connect with us on social media right in the app itself or visit the website. That's TrueChat.org. That's T-R-U-E-C-H-A-T.org. Again, that's TrueChat.org. For Businesses Art on TrueChat, broadcasting from Cincinnati, Ohio, I'm your host, John Umstead. My guests today have been... Lisa Lickert. And Justin Weller. All right, thanks. Justin T. Weller. Justin T. Weller. Not Welcher. Weller. The brand, and we're talking about content marketing, and here I am. And you slipped up. The brand. Justin T. Weller. I apologize. (laughs) (laughs) All right, and Lisa, again, is with EMI Network, so check them out. Thanks very much, everyone, for tuning in. Thanks, Lisa and Justin, for being here. And thank you all. Uh, We'll see you next time on Business is Art. Be the change.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.